Hi, my name is Ria. Welcome to I Read the Whole Bible Every Year Community. We are a community that brings awareness to biblical illiteracy, and we endeavor to eradicate fear and intimidation out of reading God's Word. We do this by providing biblical resources and tools to help myself and you become more proficient Bible readers. Welcome everyone out there on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and replay viewers. Thank you for joining us. Today is day 56 and I will be reading Numbers chapters 29 and 30 in the King James Version. But before we get started with the reading, let me just say a prayer uh, and then share the Bible summary. Father, we thank you for this day, for it is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it, for we declare that everything that hath breath, let them praise the Lord. And so we praise you this morning, O God. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to, to listen to and to read your word, that you may come to know you better and to know your ways. I pray, God, for every person that's going to be listening or looking at this a little bit later. We pray, God, that you would just minister to their hearts. We pray, Holy Spirit, that you would open the eyes of their understanding, that they would come into the knowledge of you. Would you breathe upon your words and let them come alive in our hearts, that they would bring us into the truth. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And let me share with you now my Bible summary. Chapter 29 of Numbers describes three events, the day of the blowing of the trumpets, the day to afflict your souls, and the feast unto the Lord, which are also called the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. Each of these events is described as a holy convocation. Now, a convocation is a large formal assembly of people or the action of calling people together for such an assembly. But in this case, it is God himself who is actually calling the gathering and it's God who is giving instructions for its observation. However, it's described not just as a convocation, but as a holy convocation. And I just believe that addition of the word holy gives some extra meaning to these gatherings. So it, it gives the idea that the gatherings are not just ordinary, regular, common gatherings. It's not just, you know, just getting together for the sake of getting together but rather they are holy gatherings. They're sacred, they're set apart. There is something special about them. And so God instructs the people what they ought to do for each of the different gatherings, and especially for the Feast of Tabernacles, which is the last of the convocations described. That feast extends for seven days with an additional celebration on the eighth day. In chapter 30, we see a series of instructions regarding vows and oaths and the importance of doing what one says. It also covers the process of confirming or nullifying vows that are made by a young girl, woman, or widow. But overall, the chapter speaks of the importance of being mindful of words spoken and promises made. Now let's begin our reading with Numbers chapter 29. 
And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, ye shall have an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work. It is a day of blowing the trumpets unto you. And ye shall offer a burnt offering for a sweet savour unto the Lord. One young bullock, one ram, and seven lambs of the first year without blemish. And their meat offering shall be of flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals for a bullock, and two-tenth deals for a ram, and one-tenth deal for one lamb throughout the seven lambs, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering to make an atonement for you beside the burnt offering of the month and his meat offering and the daily burnt offering and his meat offering and their drink offerings according unto their manner for a sweet savour a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord and ye shall have on the tenth day of this seventh month an holy convocation and ye shall afflict your souls ye shall not do any work therein but ye shall offer a burnt offering unto the Lord for a sweet savour one young bullock one ram and seven lambs of the first year they shall be unto you without blemish and their meat offering shall be of flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals to a bullock, and two-tenth deals to one ram, a several-tenth deal for one lamb throughout the seven lambs, one kid of the goats for a sin offering beside the sin offering of atonement, and the continual burnt offering and the meat offering of it and their drink offerings. And on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, Ye shall have an holy convocation. Ye shall do no servile work, and ye shall keep a feast unto the Lord seven days. And ye shall offer a burnt offering, a sacrifice made by fire, of a sweet savour unto the Lord. Thirteen young bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of the first year. They shall be without blemish. And their meat offering shall be of flour mingled with oil, three-tenth deals unto every bullock of the thirteen bullocks, two-tenth deals to each ram of the two rams, and a several-tenth deal to each lamb of the fourteen lambs, and one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering, and his drink offering. And on the second day ye shall offer twelve young bullocks, two rams, fourteen lambs of the first year without spot, and their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs, shall be according to their number after the manner. And one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, and the meat offering thereof, and their drink offerings. And on the third day, eleven bullocks, two rams, fourteen lambs of the first year without blemish, and their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs shall be according to their number after the manner. And one goat for a sin offering beside the continual burnt offering and his meat offering and his drink offering. And on the fourth day, ten bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of the first year without blemish, their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs shall be according to their number after the manner. And one kid of the goats for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, 
his meat offering and his drink offering. And on the fifth day, nine bullocks, two rams and fourteen lambs of the first year without spot, and their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams and for the lambs, shall be according to their number after the manner. And one goat for a sin offering beside the continual burnt offering and his meat offering and his drink offering. And on the sixth day, eight bullocks, two rams and fourteen lambs of the first year without blemish. And their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams and for the lambs shall be according to their number after the manner and one goat for a sin offering beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering, and his drink offering. And on the seventh day, seven bullocks, two rams, and fourteen lambs of the first year without blemish, and their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullocks, for the rams, and for the lambs, shall be according to their number after the manner. And one goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering, his meat offering, and his drink offering. On the eighth day ye shall have a solemn assembly, ye shall do no servile work therein, but ye shall offer a burnt offering, a sacrifice made by fire, of a sweet savour unto the Lord, one bullock, one ram, seven lambs of the first year without blemish, their meat offering and their drink offerings for the bullock, for the ram, and for the lamb shall be according to their number after the manner. And one goat for a sin offering, beside the continual burnt offering and his meat offering and his drink offering. These things ye shall do unto the Lord in your set feasts, beside your vows and your freewill offerings, for your burnt offerings, and for your meat offerings, and for your drink offerings, and for your peace offerings. And Moses told the children of Israel according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. Numbers chapter 30 And Moses spake unto the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord hath commanded. If a man vow a vow unto the Lord, or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word, he shall do according to all that proceedeth out of his mouth. If a woman also vow a vow unto the Lord, and bind herself by a bond, being in her father's house in her youth, and her father hear her vow, and her bond wherewith she hath bound her soul, and her father shall hold his peace at her, then all her vows shall stand, and every bond wherewith she hath bound her soul shall stand. But if her father disallow her in the day that he heareth, not any of her vows or of her bonds wherewith she hath bound her soul shall stand, and the Lord shall forgive her because her father disallowed her. And if she had at all an husband, when she vowed or uttered aught out of her lips, wherewith she bound her soul, and her husband heard it, and held his peace at her in the day that he heard it, then her vow shall stand, and her bonds wherewith she bound her soul shall stand. But if her husband disallowed her on the day that he heard it, then he shall make her vow which she vowed, and that which she uttered with her lips, wherewith she bound her soul, 
of none effect, and the Lord shall forgive her. But every vow of a widow and of her that is divorced, wherewith they have bound their souls, shall stand against her. And if she vowed in her husband's house, or bound her soul by a bond with an oath, and her husband heard it, and held his peace at her, and disallowed her not, then all her vows shall stand, and every bond wherewith she bound her soul shall stand. But if her husband hath utterly made them void on the day he heard them, then whatsoever proceeded out of her lips concerning her vows, or concerning the bond of her soul, shall not stand. Her husband hath made them void, and the Lord shall forgive her. Every vow and every binding oath to afflict the soul, her husband may establish it, or her husband may make it void. But if her husband altogether hold his peace at her from day to day, then he establisheth all her vows, or all her bonds which are upon her. He confirmeth them, because he held his peace at her in the day that he heard them. But if he shall anyways make them void after that he hath heard them, then he shall bear her iniquity. These are the statutes which the Lord commanded Moses between a man and his wife, between the father and his daughter, being yet in her youth in her father's house. Again, thank you for joining us on today's reading of Numbers chapter 29 and 30. Don't forget to follow our podcast IRTWBEY365 on anchor.fm, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And please visit our full website at ireadthewholebibleeveryyear.org. We invite you to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter under the name I Read the Whole Bible Every Year and on Clubhouse under the club name Doing Life God's Way. Thank you again for joining us. God bless you.